I faked myself out, guys. Welcome into the Soren Sports Podcast. I just got into the groove of listening to the song, guys. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome into the Soren Sports Podcast. I am your host, Braden. And as always, I am joined by the pineapple who likes to say he's in the Northwest, but in all reality, he's kind of in the, the Teton Mountain range of the Rocky Mountains. And that is Alan Pena. Alan, how are we doing this morning, bud? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, other than having to drive a little bit in snowy conditions. You know how I am a how am how I am a huge fan of the snow. So um, it's just pretty good so far. Can't complain. Just had a busy morning, but I think that's the beauty of having a busy morning. It just makes your day go by quick. So I'm I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Well, there we go. I couldn't couldn't. I would uh, express similar sentiments. I'm uh, having a pretty good time myself. Uh, work's going good, you know, just enjoying life, and uh, we're uh, we're having fun here. <laughs> yeah, yes, we are. So, okay. Um, obviously, one of the topics we wanted to talk about, and obviously, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls. We're just a week away from the World Cup and Cutter. So we have a lot to talk about that. And obviously, we'll give our predictions there. And at, at the end of the episode, we will drop we will drop our predictions on our Facebook page as well as Twitter and Instagram. And you guys can chime in on which countries, which nation you think will win the World Cup. And if you want to add in your dark horse, go right ahead. Like, this is the opportunity for you to to uh, to showcase and even voice your your passion for whichever nation you're rooting for whether you're from that nation or you have relatives from that nation or you just want to see an, an individual player have success so we'll get right to it Braden and and let's let's get it going well first of all guys when it comes to the world cup i think there's only one sound that expresses excitement for everybody involved. Is that the correct one? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we're all excited. World Cup is finally here, guys. It's going to be in Qatar. Uh, You know, it's that's why it's held in November. The Middle East gets really hot during summertime, guys. Um, But, yeah, so... Alan, let's uh why don't you pull up the bracket with the teams that are in it here and uh let's just uh get right into it. Okay. Those that um you won't be able to see it on Spotify, but obviously you can join in. Um just search on the on Google FIFA World Cup group stage. It has all the group stage in it, and you see all the nations that are in it from group A, from Qatar and Ecuador who they're going to play – that will be the first game on November 20th that will be played That will be played along, obviously, Senegal, the Netherlands. Then in Group B, uh, England, Iran, obviously, the United States finally going in after missing out in Moscow, which it should have not happened, but it did. And now here, and Wales in Group – that's that wraps up Group B. You want to take over Group C and D, Brayden? Sure, right ahead. Um, yeah, we got Argentina, Saudi Arabia, 
Mexico and Poland. And I think that's a pretty good mix of uh, world continents and representation overall. Um, should be a pretty decent group to go against. We'll get more into that. And then we look at Group D here, and we got Francia, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. So again, it it seems after once you get past Group B, which you know Wales is part of a uh, the Great Britain Isles there at the Great Bra- it's uh, on the island of Britannia. It the uh, representation of continents gets very well mixed in with each group. Oh yeah, it's pretty well represented. Like you can't you can't ask for more. So it's pretty good representation there on the top side of the group. And from group E, we got Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. Group B we'll get into that. I would say it's pretty much a predictable group. Uh group yeah. F, but you never know. I agree. We've seen we've seen this happen. Uh group F, Belgium. Canada, which is their, their first time making the World Cup since 1986 when the World Cup was held in, Mex- in Mexico. So they're finally in it. Morocco and along with the runner-ups of the, of last, of the last World Cup, Croatia. Right, and I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, we'll talk about it more in a little bit, but yeah. how will Croatia bounce back after that? Um I would say probably without doing too much digging, the heavy favorites right now would probably be France and Croatia to try and repeat. Um, we'll, we'll get into that. Obviously. So now we, we've rounded off, guys, and here we got the last two groups, G and H. You know, if you remember your uh, Roman English alphabet here, G and H usually come after E and F. And uh, <laughs> bring us back to elementary school here. All right. So in group G, we got Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. And again, I think it's really, I can't stress this enough. I think we could have really seen these groups just be based on continents um, and groupings like that. But it's really impressive to see a wide variety of regions and continents and parts of the world represented in each group. And rounding it off at the final group, we got Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and the South Korean Republic. Yep. Yes, we do. And again, I, I, I just want to stress, it's really cool and important. You know, we have two, three countries from the Middle East. We have at least four or five from Africa. Obviously, Europe's getting heavy res- representation along with South America. But, but also, you know, North America's got all three of its major countries in it with Mexico, USA and Canada all in it. And that that's going to be impressive of itself. We have major representation from every part of the world. And that's what a world competition like this really ma- why these competitions really matter. Um, it just borders kind of go away and it, it brings out a lot more fun and you get to see different styles that you probably wouldn't see in other part in other playthroughs. Yeah, definitely. I, and this is also, like an opportunity for any player. Doesn't matter where you're from. Like we've always seen players, they perform well in the big stage and then they get a huge contract for a big club. This is always the case every time. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see a lot of fun in this World Cup. 
I, I, I think so too. And I think it's going to be interesting. And I think, you know, when just looking at the teams in it, I think heavy favorites are probably going to be Brazil, Germany, France, uh, Croatia is probably up there since they were runner ups. Um, England is probably going to play heavy favorite. Um, and I would say those are your top five of teams that you'll probably are more likely to see in, you know, the finals. And then obviously the third place final. And I think those are. I, I would even add Argentina. Argentina with, or maybe even Portugal. I mean, with Ronaldo and Messi, you know, those type of talents, you never know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, I agree. So if ready, if you're ready for your picks, if you've done your research, Brayden, I'm ready as well. Either way, whatever, whatever you, you prefer. Well, I will say this. I have done research. I am. I know who's in it. I've looked at rosters, but other than, you know, basic knowledge of the teams and whatnot, you have obviously a lot more in-depth when it comes to soccer knowledge than I do. So you probably understand these at a way different level, but let's get right into it. But first of all, guys, I think it's really cool uh, in the, I can't remember if it was the Women's World Cup most recently or if it was um, the last Men's World Cup, but Scotland made an appearance in a recent World Cup. And here we have Wales making a, a pretty another appearance here. And I think oftentimes when we think of England, you know, it, it's safe to assume when we think of England, obviously you think of the UK. And and that's and that's you know a, an okay thing to think of. But I think it's really cool to see, you know, the Welsh have made an appearance. Obviously, you know, the the Scottish have recently. When we look at the island of Britannia, um, you have England, Wales, and Scotland, and then obviously off to a little bit over there is Ireland. So I think it's really cool that we see different parts of that island making it to this world stage and not just being under the same UK banner, but they're they have a chance to represent their their who they are. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, and and it just shows like let them rep- like how the world has changed and. Like we've seen it in different sports where a small country getting representation, separating from like, like obviously, like we've seen when Yugoslavia was a whole and then Croatia separated. And wow, they've, that's the highest finish they had prior to being the runner up was being third place in the World Cup. So anything happens when the world changes, it just opens up to, Endless possibilities. So, yeah, I couldn't agree, couldn't agree more with what you said. Right, and you never know how far each team. You know, with the foot, you know, with American football, anything that you like to say, any given Sunday, um, sentiment rings true for all of sports. Any given day, you never know what's going to happen. For all we know, the Welsh team is going to go all the way and win the World Cup, and all these picks that we're about to make are going to be flat-out wrong, and we're all going. the whole world will be soccer world, and the whole world will just be surprised. <laughs> but that's just the way sports goes, and that's just the way yeah. things go. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. So, all right, then, now that we've shared our final thoughts, let's get to it. Yeah, let's get right into it, Alan. So I'm just looking up some, uh, you know, I, I think it's uh, whether or not you gamble, it's always interesting to see what betting odds for, 
for favorites. And I'm just looking to see how close we were with our particular picks. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. We look at the top, the top six, we, we named most of the countries in there, Brazil, Argentina, France, England, Spain, and Germany. And at, those are your top six teams in the betting odds on favorites with Brazil being the odds on favorite right now. And so, and that's just really interesting to see. So whether or not that means anything to you, whether or not you gamble or look into it, it's always interesting to see who the masses are thinking is going to just take away and run with this thing. And obviously when you look at group G, let's just start there with Brazil being the odds on favorite to win the world cup. It's not hard to see looking at that group, how that path becomes a lot more apparent. Yeah, I agree. I think, Obviously, we're starting with G. They're going to move on. They'll be they'll top their group. Uh, they've played these teams before. And I think Switzerland's going to join them. They'll be the runner-up in Group C. Right. And I can I can see Serbia or Cameroon make kind of jostling Switzerland for that second spot. But it's going to be interesting to see. I think Switzerland is going to have a little bit of anger towards them with how they got uh, kicked out in last World Cup and shootouts to Sweden. Um, I think they're going to be a lot, or they're bouncing back from that. They're going to be a tougher team. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Obviously, waiting in between four years, that's going to be a little different, but it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how that all plays out. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay, then let's get, since we talk group H, then let's start from the top. Yeah, let's get right into it with, uh, you know, it, it's always interesting, you know, it, that the home country, they're always in Group A regardless. And I think that's just to let them know, hey, you're hosting. Here you go. You make it in regardless. You're in the top. You're in first group. Yeah, but I don't think I don't see the counter Qatar make the past the group stage. I think they like this will be the second time that if Qatar does not get through the group stage, it'll be the second time that has happened since South Africa in 2010. So I don't see I the only teams that I see making getting out of Group A is the Netherlands, who I think they're 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 good. They're a good team, but they're not the Netherlands that we're used to seeing. The whole total offense, we're going to like we're coming at you to score. This is different, especially since. The Netherlands do have two great defenders in Virgil van Dijk and Matisse de Ligt. And obviously they have a good striker in Memphis Five and a good midfield, especially a young midfield in Frankie de Jong and, and Donny Vanderbeek. But they're not the Netherlands at all. That's going to come back to like back in like in 2000, when the mid-2000s with Arjen Robben and Robin Van Percy, but they're gonna they're still gonna win the group A and I would say I wanted to say Senegal, but the whole injury to their star player, Sadio Mane, that concerns me a little bit. I'll still have them pass I'll still have them joining Netherlands and going to the round sixteen, but Mane's injury is a concern. Right. And obviously you look at it and it very much seems, you know, Netherlands, the Netherlands team, um, they're obviously uh, they're in that top 10 for favorites to win the World Cup, which is always interesting. And it does seem like Group A is going to be their group to lose. 
Um, obviously, I think I'm going to that second spot. I think it's still up for grabs, especially if Senegal star players injured. Um, obviously, I th- with it, Qatar being the host country, um, Ecuador and Senegal are good teams. But I think ha- being playing in front of their home team crowd, playing on in their home area, they're not really having to adjust for to time zones. Obviously, these teams probably will have been there for a little bit by the time all this starts. But playing in front of having that home field advantage, being in your home country does matter. And I think it won't be easy, but I could see Qatar getting that second spot, making it out of group stages. I think playing in front of their home, their home, basically their countrymen, their brothers, sisters, parents, uncles, that their families, their friends, playing in front of them uh, in a way that obviously all these teams fans still travel. And they always do. And that's really impressive to me about the World Cup. But playing on your home turf in front of your family and friends in your home always matters a big deal. Obviously, there's a path where they don't make it out of group stages. And I think that's fair enough to say, Alan. But I do think I'm going to say Qatar makes it out, but just barely. I don't think okay. they'll, it's going to be an easy out for them to get, get out. I think they're going to be tough just because... You know, while I don't know their playing style very well, I need to look into that, and I will look into that. And as the, it gets closer, Alan, we'll make a kind of like a fun YouTube video to hype up the World Cup, and we'll as we look into that. Pre- heads up, everyone! But I think I could see a path where Qatar makes it out of the group stages, just because, like I said before, guys, mm-hmm. home field advantage is a thing. We always talk about it in sports; it is a thing. So I see them not. It's not going to be easy by any, excuse me, stretch of the word. Ecuador and Senegal are going to be really tough teams. Obviously, the Netherlands wins the top top, top spot. I think it's their group to lose, but but spot two I think goes to Qatar just because of where the cup is being held at. Yeah, that's fair enough. I I won't I won't dispute that. Um, because with teams like Qatar, you just don't know, like. You, you just don't know. Like last year, like uh, I think it was Iran last year. They they were this close of probably tying Portugal, and Cristiano Ronaldo bailed them bailed Portugal out. So even though that Iran lost, you still have to be impressed. Like wow, like they they didn't allow them to go crazy. So I could see that happening. Uh, so I can't dispute that. So. And by the way, I'm making a note of all of our picks to see if one of us are smart or or we're way off the <laughs> the, the the pedestal. So that's why I'm making I'm making notes of it right now. <laughs> well, fair enough. And as we move look move on from Group A to look at Group B, I think the top spot. I think it's going to go to the English or the Americans. I think obviously Iran is going to be a good team. And the Welsh, you know, they're highly motivated making it into the World Cup. We already talked about that. But the USA's team, having a a lot of their players, they're playing in leagues across the nation, right? They're playing for teams, you know, they're not just the MLS American players that, you know, people know. You know, Christian Pulisic, he plays for Chelsea or Manchester City. He plays for one of them. Yeah. Yeah, so he plays for Chelsea, you know, Premier League, high, like, 
great, you know, he's in the Champions League with that team. You know, we haven't you talked got, about that. You got Sergino Dest with, right? with so AC like, Milan. The, the competitive level of the Americans yes. has risen a lot since we looked at it. Obviously, the men's team is probably nowhere near on the level of high-level top-tier favorite contender as the women's American team, um, having won five World Cups recently. Uh, but I think Group B is going to – the top dogs are going to be England and USA, and whoever wins Group B between the two, well, the runner-up will be the other one. I don't see well, a path I think, of Iran or I West, agree. Welsh. Making Wales, it look, when you have a player like Gareth Bale, you have a shot. And the guy, obviously, he is motivated. Uh, he just came off winning the MLS Cup with the LA, LA Football Club. But I agree. I think the the England, they're like I think what happens to them at the at the Euros will they'll be motivated. And as far as the USA is concerned, they're gonna I think they're gonna be the runner up. And and also keep in mind the US has the youngest team in the World Cup. Which might play to their favor, which is why, Alan, I'll go the reverse of you. I'll pick USA to come out on top with English coming runner-up. I think that youth might give them a little more energy in a lot more of these matchups. Okay. But either way, it's those two are the teams coming out of Group B. I don't see a path necessarily with England and USA being in Group B for Iran. Uh, the Iranians or the Welsh to make it out past group stages. And that's not a, a slander to any of those two teams. They're great teams. They have earned their spot in the World Cup. But I think being placed in a group where both England and the the Americans are in there, I think that's going to be too tough for them to overcome. I think had we placed I mean, Iran or Welsh and you know, maybe yeah. a different group, maybe swapped Uruguay with the Welsh or Iranians and then Ecuador or Qatar was one of these other team groups. I think that might have played a bit more favor to either of those two teams. But when you put get drawn to be in the same group as the English and the Americans, two teams that are really competitive, really hard, I mean, have the stars to back up the yeah. team, I think it's just going to be too hard for these teams, two teams to overcome, despite the fact that they have earned their right to be there, and there is pathways for them to get there. Maybe the English and the Americans just forget to show up in the group stages. Those are possibilities, but when you look at it, unless something goes massively wrong for the English or the Americans, I don't see either two of these teams making it past group stages, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Wales could be the only team I can see play spoiler and make it in from this group. But I ran probably as well, but well, I ran, they have like in this World Cup, you have to score. Like, this isn't we're in the knockdown phase, we hold it to penalties, we have a shot. But I, I, I agree, but I see England being on top of the group and the US, who I didn't get the chance to do for them in 2018, like in 2014, and 2010, and 2006. And I'll leave it alone. Too. But now I'll have the op- now we'll both have the opportunity to report them. Well, and that's why I put them in that top spot. They're the only team that I really have a rooting fight for in this entire thing. And so they're, you know, being Americans ourselves, 
having our nation represented, I got to pick them to beat when the yeah. group stages and, you know, people can slag on me all they want. Uh, yes, I am American. I am picking the Americans to get the top spot in group B. <laughs> I right. will admit though, they probably will get the second spot, but just because they're the only team I have any root and bias for, they get the top. Yeah, spot. I would say the same, but I just look at it like, Hey, I think England, they, oh, I would say the English are probably the yeah. better team, but I think the, the Americans being young, having a chance. I think I might sing a different tune once these two teams match up and we see how they play, but always err, in my opinion, on the side of youth. Yeah, that is true. And also, look, the U.S. has had success playing England. Like, they they drew against them in, in 2010 in South Africa. So... They know how to play them. So, and then plus familiarity, like it's going to be very interesting since a lot, several of the U.S. players play in the Premier League. So, we'll see how that goes. And plus, they're playing on Thanksgiving. Think about <laughs> the ultimate American holiday. <laughs> yeah, playing the, the motherland. So, hey, that's a great way to spend Thanksgiving. Probably my wife won't care, but I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna wake up. Early, I'm watching the game. So, so don't don't go crazy. If I go crazy, don't don't be like, why are you screaming that loud? Well, because of because like all the messes and all. So you'll she'll probably understand when I tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you know, when you look at it, Thanksgiving is so run in this country, run by the NFL. But there, it, I think the NFL might. Obviously, they'll be later in the day, but I think having your nation being represented in an international competition might draw, draw a lot more viewing eyes on this holiday, especially if there's team their team is playing. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. And, Alan, we've just got the 10-minute mark, so if we cut off, we'll, we'll try and make it through Group C before this 10-minute group, and then we'll just start the next meeting, guys. Uh, Zoom unfortunately gives us a forty-minute time limit, and uh, we got to go in depth on this get thing, get or this thing. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Group C. Okay. Honestly, Alan, if I'll go, I'll go first with this one. Saudi Arabia is a good team. Poland is a good team, but I think the Mexicans and the Argentinians having are going to make it out. Um, I think. Argentina has Messi. This might be his last World Cup. I don't know. We don't know. Um, I think Messi's going to... I think Argentina wins the group. Mexico coming in second, with Poland being a very close third. Okay, Brandon. I went back and forth. I really, really did. And I've seen Mexico. I've seen the... Even though they qualified second, they did not look in their in the group at, at the CONCACAF qualifiers. I did not feel they were second. I have them being the second team going. It pains me. I, I thought about like I don't think they're not gonna make it to Poland. It goes either way. That, that can score you a bunch or lay an egg. Right, that's why I say Poland's going to be that close runner-up to the runner-up because their team can go either way. And depending on what we get, they could get that second spot. They could get the top spot, but more than likely, 
they're going to get that third spot. Yeah, I agree. So Argentina and Mexico are going are are will be representing Group C. Yeah, I think those are your representatives for Group C, Alan. Um, like and and by the way, I'm I'm not gonna have people in Mexico, and I have family and friends over there, and I have Mexican roots. Get mad at me for saying you you have Mexico out, and you're and you have Mexican roots. Like what a shame! Like I'm not gonna have that conversation, and I'm not avoiding it. But right, they're not. But to me, how how Mexico is going in, they don't have Jesus Corona, who pretty much gives leeway for guys like Irving Rosano to go out and and do his thing. Or I wish he better go out and do his thing. They don't have him. So Mexico, they're, they're in, but their quest for a fifth game is not going to happen. So they're in. Right. And but I, I, I'm actually enjoying bringing up these better odds into it, even though I'm not going to gamble on and you're not. And a lot of people listening to us probably won't, but it's always interesting to look at, especially as it's become such a wide part of sports. Both Poland, USA, and Mexico all have the same betting odds of 15 plus 15,000. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about it. I don't, I know that's not necessarily the best, but it's not necessarily as bad as it could be. Um, but I would say looking at that, I would say our two picks of or Argentina, Pol- Mexico, and Poland being the top three of the group with Poland or Mexico flip-flopping depending on who has a better show out, I think is spot on based on what betters are saying or the odds makers are saying. Yeah. So, um, And obviously, I think Argentina and Mexico will be one and two. Poland's going to be a close third. Um, I think I could see Poland making that. It, like you said, this, it just when you have a high scoring team, excuse me, it all depends on which version yeah. of the team you get. I mean, look at I, I'm going to bring hockey into it, guys. Look at what the Avalanche were a few years ago before they won the Stanley Cup. Heavy high scoring team, but they could not show up any given day, and it really stung them in the playoffs a lot. And then they become more balanced. You need that balance to the high scoring. You need to be able to generate offense and be good defenders. And the Avalanche found that balance. And now, guys, like, look at them. (laughs) So moving back to soccer, I think if Poland has more of a balanced approach this upcoming World Cup, they'll, they'll be heavy in there. But I think Mexico makes it out. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. All right. I think we have some time to start on Group D. We'll uh we'll just get started on it and we'll see what happens before we need to regroup with it. But in Group D, yeah. we have France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunes- Tunisia, or Tunisia. or however you say Tunisia. that. I think I said it Tanzania at one point. That's completely wrong. Tanzania, but like, <laughs> I think this is France's group to lose, and it, it's they're the World Cup winners. They're heavy. Th- I think they're the head be favorites to win. Let me look at look back here. No, they're they're the they have the third best odds. So to, for winning the whole thing, for repeating, which is very hard to do in a competition like this. And just yeah. because you know, I love Scandinavia and I 
I Denmark's the only country from Scandinavia being repre- representing that area. I'm going to go with Denmark making number two. Same. Uh, same. I I couldn't agree more. I think those two, they were, they were in the group stage last World Cup. So they're going to be going at it again. So pretty much I agree. Australia, they'll probably will make a run. But I think, to be honest, France and Denmark, there's just too much. I do have a little bit of concern with France, but I'll get to that in the knockout stage. Right. And I think it's going to be interesting. Obviously, I could see a point. Australia is a good team. They're highly motivated. Any team making a competition like this is highly motivated. We could say that about every single one of these teams. Mm-hmm. I think Australia has that little is a little more because, you know, it's just how important sports are for them. There are growing sports capital, really. Um, it's really interesting to see them here alongside powerhouses of French, the French and the Danish. And I I think this is really going to be a test to them. And we, they might not make it out of group stages, unfortunately, but we might see them make it in a future, for future year. And I think this is another where, where we look at it with group B, had they been placed in a slightly different group with slightly different countries and teams, there was a route for them to make the knockout stages, but being placed in a similar group to group B where the head, the top two teams are pretty much on paper already decided. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a tough ass to make it out. It is. So, but yeah, France, they're going to break that curse of defending champion world cup winners. Not making the group stage. They're ending it. There, there's too much talent. There is. But there, but we said you could have said that about Germany four years ago. And well, that's we what are. I said. That's what I said last last time. But I don't know what happened. Like, and we'll get into Germany in the next segment. But I don't know what happened. We don't probably German like the Germans don't know what happened. Maybe some will say, "Oh, Joachim Low came up with things that no clue." I don't know that. We don't know that. Only mm-hmm. they can answer for them, themselves. And voila. But anyway, I think France will end it. Really. They're they're just too much talent. They're well coached. And they'll win their group. Group D. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I just think if with, you know, the curse, if you will, I think there's a path where they don't make it, and therefore Denmark and Australia make it out just because of that. Um, but or Tunisia, I think, who knows? Or Tunisia, who knows? Like, but I, so it's possible France doesn't make it past at all, guys. Just because, despite having all the talent in the world, all the things to go right for them, um, when you win a World Cup, all of a sudden all eyes are on you, and that pressure really builds up. So they're going to be faced with a lot of pressure. How do they deal with that? Oh, and I think they'll, and I think they'll they'll deal with that. Look, when you got Kylian Mbappe leading leading there, and and the pretty much, pretty much almost have their team from the World Cup winning to squad is back, so they'll make it. Right, and guys, we're going to make this a two parter, and I'll release it in two parts. So we're going to end this one here. Um, stay safe out there, everybody. Uh, yep. Check us out on socials. Check out our, we'll have preview articles um, from Alan on a lot of these groups with our bracket on our website and our links on our socials. 
So just check that out, pineapple22media.com. You'll find everything you need to know about us there. Any given article from any given topic where we have a lot in the works on that. Um, we got some YouTube stuff that is going to come out. But guys, we're going to end this one here. And good luck, everybody. Have a safe day. And, you know, keep watching us and recommend us to a friend. Um, sorry about the awkward pause as I did that turnout. The voice recording cut off, so that's why it's a little. It was a little weird, um, but yeah. So we're let me get this back to Alan, and then we'll just I'll have part two ready to go, and we'll release it probably. Part one will come out, and then the next week I'll have part two scheduled to come out, or maybe even the next day. So just let us know and enjoy what we have to offer, guys.